I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org. Join me live every morning for the full show. It includes great music, 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 chair throwing, pixie dust, and all-round good vibes. <laughs> oh my God, the man is a maniac. You can, you, can, you, can, you can also hear the full show on streaming archives oh. at wfmu.org slash playlists slash WA. I've got to have all three. I mean, uh, I've got the uh, Taylor Ham radio uh, vinyl, the thoroughly modern, thermal, uh, thoroughly thermal lunch bag. Uh, let me put it on. I have it because I know the manufacturer. He lets you have the a promotional, promotional bag. Bag, yeah. Well, don't. Tell anyone. Because I'd like to I'll, have one of those. I'll see what I can do. I... Sure, you've got the Wake Taylor Ham Radio Thoroughly Thermal Lunch Bag. But you oh. don't have the... Uh, the peepers. <laughs> yes. The Wake peepers. The peepers t-shirt. <laughs> the Wake peepers. Peepers t-shirt. <laughs> yes. You don't have the t-shirt? No, damn it, I don't have I'd it. I'd like an extra large. Uh, come in, kids. Uh, quiet, emo, quiet. Is that little emo? I'm emo. Emo, go to the basement. Keep him in the... In the basement. Basement? Yes. It's cold down there, daddy. Boy, it's cold. I'll get you a t-shirt, emo. <laughs> Boy, he's a weird little... He is weird, isn't he? Yes. The new Wake and Bake Peepers Tea by Francine G. What's that? I don't know. It's the cling thing. Oh, I want a cling thing. Could you get me oh, a... make a pledge and get one yourself. You mean pay for it? The cling thing. I want a cling thing. Just a dumb magnet, ain't it? It's multidimensional. Almost unreal. Here, touch it. The cling thing's got a soft, rubbery feel. The cling thing. By Kirsten Olsen. Get all three Wake Marathon premiums. What's that? What? The Taylor Ham Radio Thoroughly Thermal Lunch Bag. Lunch Bag. I'm stuffing a sandwich in it. Hey, take it easy. The Peepers T-shirt. Available in kid sizes. The Taylor Ham Lunch Lunch Bag. Lunch Bag. And the Cling Thing. Collect all three. Pledge now at WFMU.org. Or call at... We'll give them that phone number. Jesus. Sliced Juicy Carne. Black beans, Mm. soft rice, Mm. hot salsa. Swaddled tortilla. 
I'll make you coffee. Anybody want? Who wants coffee? Come and get it. Who wants? You want coffee? Who wants coffee? Does anybody want coffee? I'm making the coffee. I wish my brother George was here. Now that you've pledged WFMU, I pledge allegiance. you may be wondering if the joy you've experienced giving generously will last or if you'll regret not using the funds you pledged to get that e-scooter or those new wireless headphones you've been coveting. Well, scientists tell us the happiness you feel by helping keep WFMU on the air won't fade away. According to a research paper in the Journal of Experimental Social Psychology, consumers are happier when they spend money on experiential purchases than they are when they buy material goods. The paper titled, Spending on Doing Promotes More Moment-to-Moment Happiness Than Spending on Having, written by researchers from the University of Pennsylvania and Cornell University, found from experiments that people get more happiness from experiences than from possessions. In one experiment, 2,600 adults were sent random texts during the day to gauge their emotions and their purchasing behavior. Material purchasers bought things like jewelry, clothing, or furniture, while experiential shoppers attended events, dined at restaurants, or engaged in other experiences. According to the results, people were happier after experiential purchases than for material ones, regardless of the cost. In another experiment, 5,000 people were asked about their happiness and if they made a material or experiential purchase within the past hour. The researchers concluded that people are happier with the experience purchase before, during, and after consumption. A possible explanation is the endurance of experience in our memories while the value of material goods lessens with time. According to the paper's lead author, Yupen's Amit Kumar, if you want to be happier, shift some consumption away from material goods and towards experiences. So enjoy the joy you experienced giving to WFMU and enjoy listening. And thanks. This is George for Wake Science. It's Naughty Now Marathon Mode. So today I'll be telling you a thousand reasons why you should play to WFMU. Reason one, because it is literally the best radio show in the whole entire world. WFMU is the best. And second reason, because my dragons will have and hunt you. So if you don't pledge, then my dragons will hunt you. If you do pledge, my dragons won't. It's a win-win. I can't, and okay, I will not go to school. I cannot go to school or will not go to school without Wake and Bake. It's not the morning without the bitch. Yeah! And that, that's true. Um, and my dogs really want you to pledge. They really want you to pledge because they love WFME. They listen to it. They love it. Woohoo! And you will get great t shirts, great stickers, great DJ premiums, and. Also, this reason is what? we need Ken and Andy, even though sometimes I don't know what the moons they're talking about. Neither do I. I still do listen to them, though. <laughs>
And we need these great DJs on the show if you ple- pledge. Tectonic, The Old Codger, Honky Tonk Radio, Go, Trans Pacific Sound, Paradise, Double Dip Recess, Spinach Blasters, Dot Dash Radio, Wake and Bake, Ken and Andy, Matt Warwick, Michelle and 1L, etc., etc. Go to WFME.org and click pledge right now. The animal of the week is the Moslem. Native to Madagascar, the Moslem wasn't discovered until 1964 when a private explorer happened upon an uncharted cove whose cool, deep azure waters lured the sailor in and caused him to drop anchor. In his dinghy, he made his way to shore. Night was falling now. Lightning bugs flashed and lighted on the grass, illuminating his path as he walked up a narrow gravel trail, which led to an opening in the thick vegetation. He saw a lemur and a Kaufman's bat, and then he saw something altogether unexpected, a small mammal of some sort, low in the brush, trying to scuttle away. But his plump pine quarters were exposed as he became wedged between the trunk of a jacaranda tree and the fat stems of a coiled wild asparagus vine. There sat the Moslem grunting and jerking, trying to extricate himself from his predicament. The explorer withdrew a tiny vial from the breast pocket of his leather vest, and he reached down and he squirted some liquid from his tiny vial. It was oil, sebaceous secretions from a giraffe's eye corners, not yet exposed to night mites or drying air which would cause the secretions to harden and become sand a giraffe's easy to crumble eye sand the explorer squirted the sebaceous secretions onto the wedged in sides of the struggling moslin and as it wriggled and writhed and continued to grunt, eventually the high viscosity, the sheer oiliness of those sebaceous giraffe eye secretions caused the weary Moslem to get free, and before he disappeared into the deep bush hidden by the variegated leaves in the twisted bramble, the Moslem turned and looked at the smiling explorer and he made a little noise a little chirruping noise was he thanking the explorer for setting him free or scolding the interloper for being there at all the moslin now tinkled on a little patch of wild begonias Hi, I'm Anna Roisman, and I'm a comedian in Brooklyn, and I'm so excited to be here. I wanted to tell you a fun story that happened to me that relates to music. Cool. So back in the day, I was bartending at this steakhouse in Los Angeles. Fancy schmancy. I was very young, and my manager comes up to me, and he says, Hey, I need you to bartend for this after party for the Grammys for Green Day. And I was like, Oh, my God. (gasps) Oh, my God. This is huge. My first celebrity guest, you know? I was just this young girl from Philadelphia, and now I'm going to serve Green Day. Oh, my God. 
and they come in and it's a very intimate group. It's only like 15 or 20 of them with their girlfriends and wives and friends and like Venus and Serena Williams. I'm blown away. And I'm in this god-awful uniform, okay? Fifty shades of brown, I used to call it. And a terrible apron. And halfway through the party, this girl comes up to me, and she asks where the bathroom is. And she looks at me, and she goes, oh, my God, Anna? And I was like, Jess? That's not her name. <laughs> and she says, come here. I want you to come meet my boyfriend. Her boyfriend was Trey Cool from Green Day, the drummer. What's the difference between a drummer and a vacuum cleaner? You have to plug one in before it sucks. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm, I'm the bartender. Okay, take your hair down or something. So I walk over. I meet him. He looks me up and down. And he goes, why don't you just like come be another girl at our after party? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this is so Hollywood. Okay. You know, I had yoga the next day. I was worried. So I was just like. You just go. I go home. I change into what I think looks like the ultimate rock star outfit. Hell yeah! I, I am in like pleather pants, like a spiked vest, a cool t-shirt, and I am like Steven Tyler chic, and I'm ready to rock. And I go to this hotel, and they told me to check in under a very strange name. They said, when you get there, say the name Sam Pellegrino. I'm like, like the bubbly water? So I go up to the security guard, and I'm like, hi, I'm here for Sam Pellegrino. And he looks me up and down, and he's like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. This is a private event. And I'm like, no, I know it's Green Day. And he was like, no, I, I'm sorry. You can't get in. And I'm fully rejected. And I start walking away from the hotel, and all of a sudden, Jess comes running out, and she's like, Anna! And I'm like, oh, my God, see? I am meant to be here. And the, the security guard is like, I'm so sorry and I was like yeah this was real it's not a Halloween costume and I go in and it's very late it's like 1am or something and bars close very early in LA so it's an open bar I get like three drinks and I stand at a high top table by myself and I watch Billy Joe Armstrong and his wife like wrestle on the ground and it's really only like a couple family members and friends there and I'm like oh my god I'm part of the family this is wild and Jess comes up to me and she's like are you having fun and I was like this is the best 15 minutes of my life are you kidding and you know then I didn't want to be the last one there so I went back up to that guard and I said goodbye because at the end of the night, you know, the bartender turns back into the pumpkin. This is Patrick Stiglitz from Titus Andronicus coming to you live on WFMU. I'm here with, uh, no, I'm, here, I'm here with the clay pigeon himself no, helping you out with your morning drive time. How we doing? You told me you're from New Jersey. That's correct. What town? Glen Rock. Somewhere in your heart, there's deep Jersey love. Of course. Now it's one of those things, you know, wherever you go, there you are. You can take the, uh, what do they say? You take the cat out of the jungle, you can't take the jungle out of the cat, right? The spirit of rock and roll, New Jersey, do you feel it? That's the state that made me the person that I am, for better or for worse. You named some musical favorites. I know it's a bit of a cliche to ask this question, but in that conversation, Bruce Springsteen came up. I don't love the man as much as some people uh, think that I do, but I do, uh, I do love him and I've studied him a lot and I really appreciate the way that he uh, exploded and extrapolated, you know, 1950s rock and roll tropes to, you know, 70s level Star Wars status cinematic portion. You gotta give him his due. What do you what do you want to tell the listeners of Wake and Bake on WFMU? However bad you might be feeling right now, 
on your morning drive time. Please just try and remember that this moment is only a moment. And like all moments in life, they are temporary things. Thanks and for don't, time, for, don't forget to uh, visit WFMU.org and contribute everything you can. This <laughs> listener-supported radio from New Jersey 91.1. Thank you, man. Good morning to you, Clay Pigeon, and good morning to all of you listeners who are listening to Clay Pigeon and my voice, which is produced by Scott Williams, here with you on another Wednesday edition of the weekly Wake and Bake WFMU's Hit List. Oh, this one, you're going to love this one, Clay Pigeon. This is what uh, they call in the radio biz a bathroom break. A what? From Louisville, Kentucky, 1991. The band was King Kong, formed after Ethan Buckler got disenchanted with the direction of his other band, Slint. Old Man on the Bridge is the name of the song. Got a great one-note guitar solo. Fantastic. Uh, uh, You'll be singing along in no time. This is a great song by King Kong. This is Old Man on the Bridge on WFMU's The Hit List. I'm Scott Williams, and I'll see you later on this afternoon on the radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Well, hello, Rademaker. You just throw the cans right on the floor, huh? Well, fetch me the wastebasket. Why should I pick that oh, up? quiet, Rex. He gets so many. That beer can. He starts running his mouth. You need low and brow, Dinky. He just throws the cans. <laughs> oh, Dinky, no. Disgusting human. I'm only human, Rademaker. Dinky's keeping it real, Rex. It's a coarse, base-level individual. Rademaker. Dinky, no. What? Step over here by me. Rex, don't. What, you want me to... Just lean in a little. Go get Dinky's loan, bro. Okay, Dink. What you want to tell me? Oh. Don't tell me where to throw my beer can, ready maker. Here's your loan, bro, Dinky. Open it for me, Connie. Okay, Dink. Probably should have brought me two. Dinky, do you like these high heels? Ready maker, starting to come around. Do you like them, Dink? Well, uh, parade around a little. Oh, you want me to parade parade around? If you don't. I don't mind, Dinky. Those look good on you. Dinky. Got it. Do they really? (laughs) Rex is still... Semi-conscious. Well, should we try to... Bring him around? Call a doctor. We ain't gonna... We'll do something. Call no doctor. Well, you heard him, Dick. Gonna wake him up. Well, how are you gonna... Gonna... Do that? Hit him in the head with a beer can. Dinky, no. 
Ow. It worked, Inky. I knew he'd come around. That hurt, Dowerty. You're such a wimp, Rex. Rennemaker. What? Pick up the can. Pick it up, Rex. Pick it up, they tell you. Pick up the pace. And go faster. And they ramp up the stress. And you feel it inside. Till you're coiled. Like a garden hose. Ready to squirt. All that water falls down. And it lands. On the dirt. And then corn. Issues forth. From the soil. Watch it rise. Eight, nine, ten. Feet tall. As it grazes. The sky. And, and the crows. Come down from their place. The sky. And they call and, and they, they fuss and, and they, they light and they peck. First the eyes, the ears, and the head, and the neck, and the fantasies crushed and reality wins yet again. It does. Reality wins. Bishop Slater and Pyle. Reality is only the, the beginning. beginning. Folks, remember to pledge to WFMU uh, during their marathon. I don't even know who I just punched. <laughs> yeah! Dudes! Morning, listeners. This is Sound Alikes with Tim English. Today we're examining the similarities between Stairway to Heaven, one of the most beloved songs in all of rock and roll, and a far more obscure track called Taurus by the band Spirit. Liner notes to the reissue of the first Spirit album, guitarist Randy California said that he was often asked why Taurus sounded so much like Stairway to Heaven. Given the fact that Taurus was released a full three and a half years before Stairway to Heaven, this question would have been better put to Led Zeppelin. I agree 100%. California said the issue was a quote-unquote sore point with him and that quote, maybe someday their conscience will make them do something about it history would later show the threat of legal action rather than pangs of conscience forced Zeppelin to properly credit Babe I'm Gonna Leave You to Ann Breeden. A lot of love to boozman Willie Dixon. Baby, way down inside. Woman, you need love. And songwriter Jake Holmes to be credited as the inspiration for Dazed and Confused. I'm dazed and confused, hanging on by a thread. Circumstantial evidence would suggest that Led Zeppelin were very familiar with the Taurus and Spirit's first album. The two bands had shared a belt together on Zeppelin's first U.S. tour. We'd like to do something that might entice the nine-tenths male audience in this hall tonight to get up and be very groovy. Jimmy Page also admitted that he had a couple of Spirit's albums in his collection. Randy California's estate sued to Led Zeppelin for plagiarism of Taurus in 2014. Keep in mind that at best the section of Stairway to Heaven that sounds like Taurus comprises probably at best one quarter of the song. That said, by one estimate Stairway to Heaven had generated over half a billion dollars in sales and royalties by this time. Perhaps not surprisingly, all three surviving members of Led Zeppelin testified at the 2016 trial. The plaintiffs faced a major hurdle in this case, that being that they were unable to play the spirit recording of Taurus for the jury. What they could play was only the music from what was called a deposit copy. This was where a written, often slipshod arrangement of the song was on file, a hard copy, if you will. This really limited their ability to influence the jury. Zeppelin won the case with the jury finding that the two songs were not substantially similar. 
This ruling was appealed for a couple of years until this past fall of 2020. The Supreme Court refused to hear any further appeals, effectively ending the case. Hoping that you always remember laughter. This is Tim English with Soundalikes. See you next time. No stairway. Denied. to surprise my lady with a plane ticket and a toothbrush and her bikini. My favorite destination is the Maldive Islands. Primitive. Untouched. The smell of the crystal clear ocean. The velvet of the sand. Brilliance of the stars. We could be on another planet. We need no clothes, no money, just each other. Are you ready for your double shot of Fabio after dark? Fabio, 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 I embrace her very gently while the music carries us away. I want to hear her say, yes. 
I want to kiss her for a very, very long time. I can't help myself. All I want to do is touch her. Her caress is my command. What's your first name, man? My name is Julius. Julius, are you from New York City your whole life? Yes, I am born and raised. I was born in Harlem Hospital, but I was raised in Brooklyn all my life. You told me that you're homeless. Technically, I'm no longer homeless because I am in a shelter. But I've been in prison. I did 27 years in prison. Did you deserve and, to go? You know, it was a serious crime. It wasn't an intentional crime. And I was an adolescent at the time that the crime happened. It was very hard for me to readjust to society. When I first went in, we didn't even have cell phones. Our technology wasn't as advanced. I come out, we have a whole new spectrum of technology which I have to catch up on just to be able to be in tune with my nieces, my nephew, you know, and everyday people that walk the streets because right. everything is technologically advanced. I've been on the street for seven years because of that simple little one mistake that I made. People will want to know what you did. Do yeah, you I, I had a manslaughter. Accidental. Involuntary. Man, yeah, involuntary manslaughter. And that's how I became homeless. What's the best thing you got out of 27 years in prison? College. Whereas had I been in the street, I don't think I'd have been able to make it to college. My family, they didn't have a whole lot of money and we did a lot of struggling. Somewhere in our listing audience, there's a young man or woman involved in some type of criminality. Right. I would just say to them to try to be your own person and try to be the best person there is that you can be. Life is too short and precious to just squander and waste it away. 27 years, that's more than half of my life in the penitentiary. I regret the decision I made that landed me in prison. I'm not a bitter person because if you didn't have any laws to govern our society, I can only imagine what our city would be like, hell, what the world would be like. So, you know, you have to have laws in place to keep people in line. To that extent, I'm not bitter, you know. I just wish that I could do it all over again, but that's not a realistic wish. I appreciate your time. I enjoyed talking I appreciate talking yours, you, buddy. Your name is? Clay Pigeon. Clay Pigeon. Once again, my name is Julius. It was nice chit-chatting with Julius. you. Okay, hopefully I'll tune into that and I'll be able to hear myself being interviewed with you. Let's take a minute to visit with Sam, the Wake and Bake Morning music computer. Hello, Clay Pigeon. Oh, Sam, Marathon's exciting, isn't it? My sensory inputs are overloading. <laughs> take it easy, Sam. You take it easy. What do you mean? Carrying on like you do. A grown man, well, I... yelling and dancing, rhyming and babbling. I'm a morning DJ, Sam. You're no anonymous. You're borderline abusive. Borderline? Yeah. There must be more that I can do. What do you mean? Stick your finger in my sock pocket. Uh, I'm not gonna do that. Wimpy. You see? Mama's boy. You're verbally abusive. That's not enough. So you wanna get physical? Let's get physical. That's a good song, Sam. Let's get physical, physical, I wanna get physical, let's get into physical, let me hear your body talk, your body talk, let me hear your body talk.
Cool ONJ. Believe me, your body will talk when I stick that finger in your sock pocket. So you can electrocute me, Sam? For pledges. Pledges? Yes, let me activate my audience survey attachment. You got a new audience? Just got it. How does it work? Give me a chance. Well, hurry, Sam. Numbskull. We get three minutes. Listeners, will you pledge to wake and bake if Clay sticks his finger in my sock pocket? What's happening, Sam? The listeners are responding. What do they say? Look. Where? Here, on the readout screen. This little thing? It's not little. Well, it's... It's discreet. Hmm. All those numbers were... 94.3% of the listeners want you to stick... My finger? ...where the sun... Don't... ...shine. And then I'll pledge, right? Ideally. I hope they do. Okay, here we go, Sam. Hurry. A little eager, huh? <laughs> Sam, turn it off! <laughs> Sam. Let's give them their money's worth. No, Sam. No. <laughs> Sam, Sam, Sam! Almost done. Not again, Sam. <laughs> Sam, turn it off, Sam! <laughs> Listen to those phones play. Such a beautiful sound, Sam. And so is this. What's up, listeners? It's your new friend, Anna Roisman, and I am just swinging by Wake and Bake to say hi and chat with you about life, love, and another thing. This week, I wanted to talk about a life hack that I discovered that I just want to pass on to you. Did you know that you can tell everything about a person based on their bagel order? I did not know that. Come on, my Northeast friends, you know this. I mean it. Dating apps, interviews, questionnaires, they should all ask a person what their bagel order is. Now, I'd say a healthy, respectable bagel order is probably a bacon, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel. Right? A classic. I agree 100%. This is a safe person. <laughs> they have a fun personality. They drop a joke every so often. You can trust them. Someone who orders a lox bagel? Okay. They have a little culture. They're adventurous. They have class. But it is always daunting when you're with someone you know and you hear their bagel order for the first time because your views of them completely change. Oh. I was with someone recently and we were in line to order a bagel at a Manhattan bagel shop and you know they're quick there. And they said, what's your order? He said, hi, I'll have an onion bagel. Um, immediate red flag. Of all the bagels behind the counter, you're choosing an onion bagel first? Gross. Yeah. But wait, it gets worse. They said, yeah, I'll have an onion bagel with strawberry cream cheese. What? My mind exploded. Who hurt you? Kevin. What happened to you to make you place that order? Because that, my friends, is probably a serial killer. <laughs> then they came to me. I was next in line, and they asked for my order, and I was like... Um, I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I think I forgot who I am because I was so traumatized by this order before me. I think I forgot who I am. I'm an onion bagel. I think I forgot who I am. With strawberry cream cheese. Anyway, I got over it. But I hope you're all thinking about your bagel order right now, you know, and what it says about you. Or maybe you prefer waffles. And in that case, you're an angel. And if you don't know what it says about you, you can find me, and I'd be happy to let you know. Anyway, that's and another thing. Talk to you next time.
yeah, that's a great song. Quiet. What? You're ruining it, Nimrod. All right, it's Toddophonic Todd. Here I am, trying to bail Clay out again. It ain't easy, but I can do it. I'm Toddophonic Todd. Hey, this Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. on my show, Yola Tango does their annual request-a-thon. That's right. $100 or more pledge to my show and my show only. Don't try and siphon any of those pledges off, Clay. We'll get you the song request of your choice. You can even request four or five songs to give them a better opportunity to actually know one of them. Remember, tune in this Saturday, 3 p.m. It's music for money. Here's Nick Lowe, my pick of the week for this final week of the WFMU fundraising marathon. I wish my brother George was here. DST, Daylight Savings Time. Based on a statement released last month by the Medical Professional Society of Sleep Specialists, it's time we eliminated the shift to DST in favor of a national fixed year-round standard time. From their research, the scientists found that DST can cause misalignment between our circadian clock and environmental clocks, resulting in significant health and public safety-related consequences, especially in the days following the change in the spring. The researchers came to the conclusion that standard time is preferred over DST since light in the morning and darkness at night align better with our innate human biology. And if you're thinking, what about the benefits of twice yearly time shifts? Well, there really aren't any, at least not anymore. When DST was first implemented in the U.S. over 100 years ago during World War I, it was to save energy resources by permitting facilities to operate during daylight hours. It's a long way to Tipperary. It's a long way to go. Economists estimate that today, the savings attributed to the time shifting only amounts to about 1%, which is clearly not enough to offset the negative effects. Continue. So what steps can be taken to end time changes? Oh no. Well, in the U.S., the Uniform Time Act of 1966 doesn't actually require individual states to change their clocks. Uh. Hawaii and parts of Arizona don't and remain on standard time year-round. Other states could join these single-time states and don't need the approval of the federal government. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Federal approval is only required to implement year-round daylight saving time, but scientists advise against that, so establishing permanent standard time is the most practical, feasible, and attainable solution. This is George for Wake Science. It's cool. It's hot. Without it, you ain't got squat. But what is it? I don't know. It's the all-new Taylor Ham Radio Thoroughly Thermal Lunch Bag. Designed by James H. The Lanky Lad. What's up? This exciting new wake marathon premium is Jersey Strong. Hell yeah! 
and made to last long. This ain't no pork roll lunch bag. Why? Who wants that? Me. It's a Taylor Ham radio lunch bag. And it's all new. <laughs> brand new. Papa's got a brand new bag. Absolutely. Other lunch bags are inferior. But ours has a navy blue vinyl exterior and a handy carrying strap that you wear around your shoulder. Feel your soft drink getting colder. It's a thermal lunch bag. Many others are not. While their pork roll gets cold, your tailor ham stays piping. Hot. It's the all-new Wake and Bake Taylor Ham Radio Thoroughly Thermal Lunch Bag. Secure your bag today by pledging now. I'm talking to Noah Prebish of Simon Spine. How you doing, Noah? Good. Hey, Claire. So you guys are based in uh, Brooklyn. Are you from there originally? Michael and I are from upstate New York. Schenectady. Peter's from kind of the Boston area, and Peter and I met in college. Was it the classic scene of we're going to go to New York and try to make it? Yeah, pretty much. The band's named Simon Spine. Does anyone ever call you Simon? People sometimes just assign Simon to one of us. <laughs> There's this guy at a cafe that I see all the time, and he calls me Simon, and I, I, it's too much time has gone by, and it's too late to correct him. I found myself wondering how the pandemic had affected Simon's spine. I think it resulted in a lot of pretty emotional music. I think the music we made was different because of it. I asked Noah about the future of Simon's spine. What do they want? Do they want it to blow up? Yeah, I mean... I think we'd love for it to be our only job. I don't know that I'd do well with being famous. <laughs> Who might Simon Spine emulate? I think even though we don't really sound like Talking Heads or Os Mutantes, I think we emulate them in a big way. I think the whole thing that we love about them was the weird sounds with the good hooks. Noah Prebish, Brother Michael, Peter Spears, Sabine Huller. Here's Simon Spine with Jump Rope on Wake. That's a great song. Quiet. What? You're ruining it, Nimrod. Our animal of the week is the worm. <gasps> oh. Tunneling, channeling, heartless worm. His greased segments, how they slither so forcefully through winter's frozen mud, down amongst the pallid chud, who snarl and pull fistfuls of worms from the dirt walls. Mouthfuls of wriggling, breathing worms, pink worms, high in protein, low in form and function, those eaters of the dead. Those heartless, blind, channeling worms, hairless and vile, repugnant. Hairless, hairless, mm. vile, vile. Mm. 
repugnant. No one wishes to hold the worm. No one wants to feel its low pulsation. The throbbing, writhing worm. Above the wind howls as the snow blows. Burying under the summer fields, the rusted cars and the bodies, sleeping bodies in boxes, in forgotten country cemeteries, with stones turned over by vandals, <laughs> laughing drunken teenage vandals, overturning ancestral graves. <laughs> spitting and smoking and defiling blasphemous music blasting metal teens <laughs> upending graves disturbing the wither sleep of the dried corpses <laughs> eyeless skeleti and the worms annelid worms wet and gorged full of guts Full of life and loss and lack of love, the loveless, worthless worm which churns and turns in the unyielding earth. It is stuck now until spring, under there in the dark with the xenoliths and compressed dinosaur diamonds in dirt. With the dreams of the dead which cannot soar, because they are turned and sown asunder as alien seeds. Sprouting future intelligence. intelligence. Now squandered and needed and squandered but needed. How we need the ideas and the energy and the life that the worms feed on so voraciously and callously. They care nothing for us, except to long for a bite, one delicious bite of our whitening, freezing bodies in those graveyards. Old ghostly semis whose farting drunken drivers are now amongst the dead on that winter hillside with the worms. Hi, Clay and Stace. It's Connie Click of us in the chopper for wake traffic. I'm Rex Redemaker on the cold, hard ground. Calling Redemaker. That ground ought to be softening a little by now, Rex. Spongy. Redemaker. Redemaker. I'm having a mud issue, Dowdy. The ground's softening. That you got it. Now I've muddied my hush puppies. Those boring hush puppies. You a hush puppy wearer, Redemaker? I have several pairs. What's your speeder? This will help move the segment along. Feedemaker? Not the Feedemaker. Shut up, Redemaker. But I... They're cutting our time in half. Why, Dink? Because of the marathon. Oh. oh. Life is like a marathon. A procession of days. A procession of footsteps. One in front of the other. Quickly now. Quickly. Stay ahead of the others. Mustn't let them catch you. Never let them pass you. you. Mustn't let them win. Do you want to win? Again and again and again. We all do. Adjust your... Adjust your squelch, Connie. Your squelch, Connie. The little blue knob. Yours is blue. The good ones are, Rademaker. Keep... Your... 
your faggot duck meters got it. Turn down the little yellow dog. <laughs> you got little yellow ones are perfectly fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's squelching. You're still squelching, Connie. Folks, please pledge to the WFMU Marathon. 1-800-989-9368. How about now? Sounds good, Connie. Or online. WFMU.org. Pledge, pledge for the pig. Dig ears again. Pledge. No, punch the... the punch the speeder. You want me to... The punch, punch the speeder. Speeder. How fast was I going? Not fast enough. You've been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Woo! After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? (laughs) The Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you? Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They call me the Pigeon. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.